And welcome back to the last half hour of Gesundheit with Jacobus on this Sunday morning, July 5. We appreciate you with us. Dr. Mona Lisa Schulz is with us on the phone from the East Coast. Uh, you can go to her website, drmonalisa.com, drmonalisa.com. Find out more about her, how to get a hold of her, how to uh, find out the books that she has written, the titles that are available. A few years ago, we had her on talking about her book, The New Feminine Brain. She came out with a new book uh, with a foreword by Carolyn Mace. Many of you in, interested in intuitive health have heard of Carolyn Mace. And uh, it, it's a it's a funny book, great stories, but great examples, and very much showing us that we should listen more to our own intuition, because our body wants us to be healthy. Our body wants us to go in the right direction. It is just that often we get distracted for whatever reason. And, and so what happens next is we have symptoms, physical symptoms, and Dr. Mona Lisa in her book is explaining to us how we can understand these symptoms, not only that, but then how we can practically make changes. And that's often the missing link. What do we need to do? It's one thing to recognize it. It's another thing to get direction what we need to do with that information, how we can put the information that we receive, either emotionally spiritually, mentally, physically, through physical symptoms, how do we translate that into guidance, into direction? And that's what this book is about. And she's talking about the great seven uh, medical intuitions that we can have, uh, that we, that the, um, uh, how do I say it exactly? Uh, uh, seven intuitive advisors is what she says. So uh, we, we appreciate you with us, Dr. Mona Lisa. And the, uh, I brought up earlier the, uh, the issue of depression, and we talked about it that you say too. You know, sometimes we need to use medication in order to get ourselves on the right track, to get at least get ourselves balanced, but we need to have guidance and support to get off them again and to, by make, by first of all, understanding what we need to do, then practically making some changes in diet, lifestyle, maybe some dietary supplements uh, to, to start seeing to, to start seeing long-lasting results. Uh, I think that I saw in your book, if you don't mind me coming back one more time to the anxiety-depression thing, you did mention in your book that you you like uh, kava-kava, for example, but you and valerian, but you say in the book, after a couple weeks, you find out that the effect is not there anymore. That was so interesting because that is exactly what I hear from people, and that is one of the worries that they have when they, when they, uh, when they buy a bottle. How long will this work? Kava Kava and Valerian hit the benzodiazepine receptor. The benzodiazepine receptor is the same receptor that Valium or Xanax goes after. Yes. So you build up a tolerance, and that is what the problem with things like Xanax and Valium are, that you need more and more for it to work. Yes. And so the reason why you can't take kava kava for longer than two weeks or valerium is you build up a tolerance. Essentially, you need more and more and more and more, but you can't. So that's why I don't suggest those. It doesn't make sense. You're just going to need more and more. So you're better off taking something like passion flower. If, you, if you're dead set on doing a nutritional remedy, passion flower you don't build up a tolerance for. The, oh, the same thing, incidentally, about progesterone. Yes. Progesterone also hits the benzodiazepine. It has, like, Xanax effects. And some people who are very, very anxious need more and more and more and more 
progesterone, but you need to know that if that is indeed the case, especially at midlife, you're doing your body a disservice because progesterone is upstream in the biological cascade. It's upstream from estrogen. So if you're taking progesterone to make yourself calm, it's anti-anxiety, it's like Valium, in your body it gets converted to estrogen. You have to follow your estrogen levels, your blood levels, if you're on progesterone, because in your body, if you're taking a lot of progesterone to make yourself calm, your body may be converting it to estrogen. Right, but and which... you would be on estrogen replacement. Now, what if that estrogen would be the estriol? I mean, the estriol, I understand, is really the, the one of the three estrogens that has a lot of benefits, and I understand it is the highest percentage in women that, who are pregnant, and many you're, times women feel pregnant. You bring up a very good point, and I swear to you, I was on a lot of bioidentical progesterone for epilepsy. Yeah. I was getting shots, and I tested my blood levels, and I couldn't understand why my estrogen levels were going up, 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 up. And I got, this was five years, this was in 2005. Yeah. I have very, I had very small breasts, past tense. That should give you a, 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 pre, a, a preliminary on what's going to happen. Yeah. I had a small breast. I got my first lump. I've never had lump before. And my left breast and a lump in my right breast. Within three years, never had them. And my estrogen levels went up on bioidentical progesterone. Uh-huh. The progesterone levels stayed the same. They Both of them were infiltrating breast cancer. You have to understand that estrogen, bioidentical estrogen, can still make breast tissues get bigger because in pregnancy... Estrogen does what? It makes a woman's breast get big, right? That's right, right. It makes breast tissue proliferate because you need that to make milk, but you don't need it at midlife. And so you have to be careful. Am I anti-progesterone? No. What I'm saying is you have to follow your blood levels and see what your body's doing. If your body is taking the progesterone and converting it to estrogen, be very, very careful. And in fact, I got breast cancer. So you have to be very careful of what you're doing. You have to be very aware of what you're taking because hormones are hormones. They're growth. They they promote growth. Yes. And you have to follow what your body is doing with them. Now there are uh, that, that is. I'm so glad you bring this up too because it it, it is definitely something that uh, that is that is a big issue for women, especially when they do have uh, somebody PMS or menopausal related symptoms. To indeed go on the astro, uh, the progesterone, and 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 knowing also that we are surrounded by so many environmental toxins that are converted into uh, that mimic estrogen in our body, uh, especially French fries. A lot of people, right? Environmental toxins like plastic bottles, yes, and environmental toxins like body fat. A lot of women will tell me that. They're going to stay away from, you know, plastic bottles and all this other stuff. But they drink wine, which puts on body a lot of wine. I'm not against one or two glasses of wine a day. But they put on a lot of wine, and it puts on body fat. And body fat is what? Uh, High in estrogen. Thank you. And it increases your chance toward breast cancer. Yeah. The other thing is um, just plain eating too many carbohydrates or being in a stressful relationship where you carry 
you think you're only lovable unless you're nurturing. That's what that that's what that call was. Yeah. Earlier, mm-hmm. and that is is that if you think you're only lovable, unless you are nurturing some, when you're nurturing someone, you will carry the weight of responsibility for their life, and you will literally gain weight. That extra weight will be cholesterol. Yes. And that cholesterol Turns will make into estrogen. Estrogen. So mm-hmm. literally. Environmental estrogens is a loaded topic because it could be your relationship. Yes. Could be the water, could be the plastic bottle, could be that bottle of wine. Yes. Could be your progesterone. You have to be careful and think about so if a woman is thin in a lovely relationship for years, has no fourth chakra risk factors, you know, she's lovely, her um her nurturance issues are minimal. Take a little bit of bioidentical progesterone, call it a day. I have no problem. Yeah. But follow the blood levels. But if she is 50 pounds overweight, has children living at home who aren't going to work, like in their 20s and 30s, don't work, has a partner who's on disability and she works two shifts to support everybody, Yeah. forget it. Bad hormones. Stay away from the hormones. (laughs) Yes. Because she is a setup. She doesn't know she's lovable unless she's needed, and she's a setup for breast problems. The, the, the one thing that I could recommend people who are dealing with that, and I don't know if you've heard about those two, is either the product DIM, D-I-M, or calcium deglucurate, which I understand in both. It's not a regular calcium, but it helps uh, excess estrogen in the body to be converted or be removed out of the body. And and so that is something uh, uh, that I think the dim is made from cruciferous vegetables. Right, cruciferous vegetables. I just right exactly. I just did a class. It was a very very funny class. There's a woman in the back of the room, heavy heavy woman, about sixty seventy pounds heavy. And I had this hormone slide up, okay. And I agree with you, cruciferous vegetables, absolutely lovely. Go with God, but she's sitting there and she's sixty pounds overweight. Right? Yeah. And she starts to tell me about this din, this din, um, this cruciferous vegetable stuff. Yeah, dim, D-I-M. Uh-huh. Right. And I, and so I said to her, okay, how would you lower your risk for breast problems? Okay? So mm. she says to me, dim. I said, yep. She says cruciferous vegetables. I'm looking right at her. Yes. She's 60 pounds overweight. I said, and? She, and she won't tell me to lose weight. That's right. Because I said, <laughs> and, I, and I, I, I'm pointing to the cholesterol on the chart. And I said, lady, if someone is heavy, go, I swear to you, you'd have to eat a truckload of cruciferous vegetables to block the, the estrogens you're making with your, because your cholesterol and your fat in your body every day. Because every day, you're dosing yourself with hormones every day, hormone replacement, your own bioidentical hormone replacement. Yes. The reason why I say this is I exercise. I have to exercise every day single day whether i feel good or not and the reason is is because it's it's like extra tamoxifen if you don't want to take tamoxifen you know that used to be years ago they said everybody should be on tamoxifen you remember that yeah everybody's as as estrogen blocker Mm -hmm. well if you don't want to do that and you um you want to take your cruciferous vegetables the other thing you can do is do aerobic exercise every day yeah because it takes your body fat it gets rid of it and it builds lean body mass which burns up body fat. Yeah. So, yeah, I like them cruciferous vegetables. Go with God and 
you have to get rid of your body fat, which is a source of bioidentical hormones. Now, did she end up uh, uh, no, she picking up on it. that? She wouldn't say it. She wouldn't wouldn't, give me the, yeah, let me ask you then. Let me ask you then. We, we can see somebody's anorexical bulimic looking in the mirror think they're fat. This lady may look at the mirror and think she looks great. I'm going to tell you right now, this, wouldn't, this woman wouldn't give me the satisfaction. She was controlled. <laughs> Just, she was just giving me the look like, I dare you. Go ahead, say it. Say, ah. it, say I'm fat. Go ah. ahead, say it. <laughs> Top, come over here. <laughs> she looked at me as if to say, I can snap your neck in two. No, it was just, and, and I want you to know the reason why is I used to be heavy. I used to be very heavy. I used to do all the catering in my house, do all the responsibilities, and that's why I used to run. And the thing is, is that everybody in my family, their beach balls were short, Hispanic, diabetic, hypertensive people. I see. So, so, you know, it's not like I'm one of these type A people who can eat everything and not gain weight. Not true. I eat a very little dinner. Little, tiny, nothing. Nada. Yeah. Because it, because I would be huge. I see. I work hard. Mm. Yeah, you work hard. Now, uh, the uh, the fifth chakra deals with the neck, thyroid, and mouth. Um, thyroid issues is something that comes up a lot, I feel, with people. Uh, low thyroid. You, intuitively, we have uh, uh, several types of people uh, that, that you describe in your book. And uh, like the screen door, the brick wall, uh, we have the swinging door and the lock door uh, personality. When I stand in the store, I often recommend people when they have a low thyroid to look into uh, uh, Lugol's iodine to apply it to the body, let the body absorb it. Uh, if it is gone in 24 hours, that means the body needs it. And combine that with the amino acid L-tyrosine, which is also a precursor to one of the uh, neurotransmitters, epinephrine. Um, is is that also something that you would advise when people are dealing with thyroid-related issues Issues comes up? Or do you primarily let them understand their uh, uh, through, the, uh, through the intuitive health the, uh, the, the, the type of personality that they are? Well... I think supplements are very good. I think that it has to do with balancing talking and listening. Yes. Um, being able to know when to say something at the right time with the right amount of intensity. I see. And that's very hard for people at midlife. Um, you know, someone's in problem. You want to say something. They don't listen. You want to say something again. They don't listen. You say it again. They don't listen. The next thing you know, something in your neck falls out. People who are in a job that doesn't use all of their gifts, talents, and skills, it's not their voice in the world then this tends to make that area of their body go out of whack. So there's a variety of reasons why this area would tend to go out at midlife. Mm. Um, people who hold their emotions behind a brave and stoic face keep a brave, you know, face. That they, you know, they tend to get things like TMJ and such. Yes. So these are a variety of issues that tend to go toward our neck. As far as the iodine, it's interesting is I'm not... I don't know about the iodine enough. I got some, I looked up some studies, and they're controversial as far as whether iodine up or down. I mean, I know that some um, some places um, when they have low iodine in their environment, they have thyroid problems, goiters. Right. But but then I saw one study, one study. You know, you you find one study. Yeah. 
And it, and it was something about the NASA and how there was one flight where all the astronauts, all the astronauts came down with hypothyroidism. Uh-huh. And they couldn't figure out why. And they looked around, and they found out that the water source had high iodine levels in it. And I'm like, what? That doesn't make sense. So I guess I don't understand. I guess I would assume that moderation is in order. Too much iodine is not good. No. Too little iodine is not good. It has to be the correct amount. But I also I, understand that uh, the L-tyrosine by itself, not in combination with other proteins, but by itself, helps iodine to be converted into uh, thyroid hormones. So that uh, right. maybe maybe they were lacking, uh, maybe being weightless, uh, they didn't right. have See, that. Right, I don't know. That was what I said. That's what I didn't understand. So huh. that's why I'm just telling you that one study that you mm. want to look up. That was just very interesting to me. So they were just, their, their conclusion, you got to love this, was stay away from iodine. Well, that's ridiculous. And you, I know. Like hey, you just, say, moderation is the key. I, under, I know. I'm just telling you what I heard. And I'm yeah. like, wow. <laughs> you got to yeah. love that. My breast cancer doctor told me that emotions have nothing to do with cancer. <laughs> wow. I'm not, hey, listen. And I, you know what? I'm not going to sit there and argue with her. I'm going to use her for her incredible clinical skills. That's right. I'm going to use her for her amazing surgical skills, and that's it. I'm going to get, it's like supermarkets. You go to aisle one for, you know, produce, aisle two for beverages. Don't go to one doctor for everything. It's stupid. Yes. But that is also when we go back to prescription drugs. There is nothing wrong with prescription drugs if you understand that it should be, for many people, temporary, and then learn how to live your own life again try to exactly so when when you're done with it maybe do a detox maybe do uh you know if you have to be on antibiotics for a while then uh, make sure you take your probiotics make sure when you're all done and you feel uh, there are some issues that you do a little bit of a liver cleanse or a colon cleanse and that you get back on track but use the western medicine the great research that has been done in western medicine to to get yourself fixed up and get back on your feet on the other hand, we don't want to get back on our feet too quickly because often we have a lesson to be learned. There is a lesson to be learned, and we need to listen to our body and get out of the stress, get out of the fast lane, and slow down a little bit. Exactly. It's a it's a battle. It's really a fine uh, it's really a fine balance that I that I discover. And um, again, I I cannot say enough about your book, uh, The Intuitive Advisor, and I highly recommend that people look it up. Uh, is it available at Borders and uh, and yes. Barnes and Nobles? Yes, absolutely. Or on Amazon or uh, yeah, or on the web. Yes. The intuitive advisor, a psychic doctor teaches you how to solve your most pressing health problems. Um this is really good reading. I I, uh, I tell you that uh, I, I've been enjoying reading this book. Uh I have not finished it, but I will finish it. It's uh it, it because I have a feeling that I tell you the first two chakras I, I think I deal more with uh fifth or sixth chakra issues. And uh, so I um, I have to read it more specifically. But, you know, a quick question, Dan. We all deal, actually, with all the chakras because we all have them in our body. It is exactly. just some are more prevalent than others at certain points in our life. Exactly. Hmm. So we need to understand that. And I tell you, folks, once you understand what is going on with you, once you understand... Uh, the symptoms and don't take the don't put band-aids on the symptom be honest enough to yourself that you are dealt certain cards like dr mona lisa is saying and you just have to learn how to stay in the game instead of folding and just giving up 
Just make sure that you use the information that is available today and uh, the Intuitive Advisor book that she wrote is a great guide for you to, to, to recognize the issues and then use the information to make practical decisions in your own life, practical changes. You know, there is nothing wrong with making a change. It is nice to know that the information is out there. You can make positive change. And the positive change will therefore resolve some of the issues that you're dealing with, which means it gives you more time to focus on other issues that you figured you could never solve. So this is good information, Dr. Mona Lisa. I hope you come see us again. Thank Talk you. Thank a, you so much for having me. You're so very welcome. And uh, and again, folks, Dr. Mona Lisa Schultz, her website, Dr. MonaLisa.com. Check it out. If you want to talk to her personally, contact her. Get the book, The Intuitive Advisor. I highly recommend. I'll bring it to the store so you can you can go through it. Have a good week. We'll talk to you next week with Dr. Noel Butler about gut-related issues. Stay healthy and talk to you then. 